Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. From Hollywood to you. Thank you for listening to us. Ryan Seacrest. Seacrest! On air, on air, on air with Ryan Seacrest. Hey, I saw Justin Bieber went back up on stage this week. I know. Good for him. And then I saw Haley Bieber walking with him. And? Yeah, I'm, I'm glad he's back. He looks like he's doing much better. Mm-hmm. There was some video I saw somewhere, maybe it was posted, of them after the show walking down an Italian street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Holding hands. Did you see it? Yeah. He was with his shirt off. Yes. And so I need to understand this trend. And she was in a cool, just oversized everything. But what is the trend where you put a jacket on and you take it off over your shoulders, but hold it with your elbows along your back? (laughs) I can't rock that that look. It doesn't look good on my body type. So let me explain. You put a jacket on. Yeah. And then you you pull it off over your shoulders. No, No, you do put the arms in. You put the arms in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then I thought you were just pu- resting it on top no, of your shoulders. No, it's not a rest. It's arms and sleeves mm-hmm. over your shoulders. Then pop it off your shoulders and then scooch it down a little bit so Correct. it's just hanging off your back while your elbows are sort of holding up the jacket. It's so What's the cool. point of the jacket? Oh. But what's the point? It seems like a lot of struggle for no one. No, it keeps like your arm, like the bottom half of your arms. Yeah. But like I keep warm. seeing p- people in the gym are doing it. Yeah, I do cool. enjoy that. So you put it on and then you take it off? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no different than when the guy does the half tuck, right? He takes the shirt and he half tucks it in and then the half tucks tuck? it out. I don't know what it's called. It's called a French tuck. Why is it called the French tuck? I don't know, but that's the French name. half tuck. <laughs> I, I believe it's called a French tuck. Was this the Italian jacket? Like, what do you call this thing? <laughs> sure. Take it off your shoulders. It's just stylish. You want the jacket as an accessory for the outfit, but you don't necessarily want to be completely covered. You know, I watch a movie sometimes, like an older movie, and I go, oh, I'm going to try that. And I take a sweater and I tie it around my neck. I don't wear it. Just like a little a hood in the back of me. It looks so ridiculous on me. The sweater is short. The knot is in my neck. Yeah. It always looks good on TV, but never on me. I'm sure it does look good, it but looks you don't do it all the time. It doesn't feel natural. You, I love when you try like new things that are just so out there. Well, I've you, you know what everybody's doing that I'm now doing again, 
which is long black tube socks with my tennis shoes when I work out. Used to be I had to wear those ankle socks. I to know, work out. yeah, yeah. Now yeah. long socks are back in. I go without my long socks and I look like I'm from 2010. <laughs> but I wear my no, black we tube socks that. and it's all cool again. Right? It's true. All the guys are wearing long socks again. Yeah, it's true. They're shorts in the gym. <laughs> Why? Because they're in. They oh, are man. in. Like the ugly socks we used to wear back in high school are now back. Mm-hmm. And I so can't. if you are in short socks, you look like you're out. Oh, yeah. My my nephew is all into this, like, stance. He's like, stance socks or whatever. And I was stance like. Stance socks. Yeah. That? It's a brand name. And I was like, I bought him for him for uh, his birthday. And I'm like, oh, my God, these are like $25 socks. Like, what is that? What about? are these? He's like, that's the trend. I yeah. remember when I was like playing soccer back as a nine-year-old. We'd have these big, long socks with stripes. And I was like, yeah. these are gross. Now they're the coolest thing ever. I know. Do you have pictures of yourself in your workout clothes with those on? Uh. You know, I have one decent outfit that's in the laundry now, but when it comes back into rotation, I'll take one if you want. Yeah, is that like what to, you need? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'd like to see what it looks <laughs> like because I... I might. Why are you laughing? Why is that funny? No, it's not yeah. funny, but I like I like the sock look and I feel my boyfriend is still wearing the, the peds and I feel like you guys have a similar no, body type. Do you want to show him as a model peds. figure? Yeah. I was wearing the peds and then I just realized I'm like out. Like it's, it's not true. Cool. Yeah, I think you're not. fine if you still wear the peds. There you go. Oh my gosh. That's some, that's some video. It's some audio video. I don't need the audio. Let me just see the video. Yeah, it was his song. Look at the oh, song. they're black. <laughs> yeah, they look cool. <laughs> right? Yeah. You kind of look like a baller. Oh, well. I'll show it to you from far away. If I put it up close, there's not a lot of ball that's going. Good. Yeah, but those are, those, those are the socks right there. Does Michael have long socks? He needs long socks for the gym. He does. Peds no mm-hmm. more. Yes, no I, I just get all the pets. Like finally, I get pets, and they're out. Yeah. And by the way, I have to try and look like I'm up to speed in the gym because the older I get, the younger I'm dressing. Well, there's a fine line there. <laughs> no, it's true. I'm wearing baggy basketball pants. <laughs> Baggy's so in right now. I know. I'm gonna take my sweat hoodie off and put it on my shoulders and uh, shift it back. Shifty, shifty. Have my elbows hold it up. All right, guys, we're coming back in a minute with $1,000 in this deal. Happy to amuse you this morning, T-Rad. Whatever it takes. Coming back. What? You're just laughing at him. So I'm, not, I'm not, not laughing at you because I like I totally get it because Baggy's really in right now, so you want to try and wear it, but like it just doesn't work with your body. Like it just doesn't That's not work. what I was thinking. Thank you very much. No, Sisney wasn't thinking that either. But no. we appreciate you. All right, coming back in a minute with $1,000. Shopping code, put a pin in it. We'll talk about why it doesn't work. So I got one of those foam rollers because I'm tight in the hamstrings a lot, right? I try and be active, try and exercise. I got one of those foam rollers yeah. where you just pull all your body weight on. You yeah. go back and forth. Oh, it, they're so painful. It's. I don't know why I like the pain. Well, it's because you like deep tissues like me. Yeah, oh. I like a deep tissue. That's. Mm-hmm. I like getting in there. Yeah. So I don't need a tickle. I don't need a feather. I don't need a rub. No. Oh, I need the worst. a drill. I want something down. The, if I'm gonna, if I have like a muscle issue, I will use my own elbow. I will ask for a friend's elbow. I'll roll on that roller. But it's almost like the more I hate it, the more I. It's like eating hot salsa, right? <laughs> it's like when it's so hot, I can't stop eating the salsa. I keep scooping up more salsa. Have you tried one of the the like the massage guns that like pound at you, like a Theragun? They have those at the gym. Yeah, the Theragun. They mm-hmm. have at the gym. 
And yeah, I think that's fun. Oh, it's incredible. I like to turn it up. It's like a jackhammer on your muscle. Oh, mm-hmm. my God. Do you not like strong, like if you need body work. So for example, if you have a, a knot in your back, Tanya, do you let Robbie get in there like a, like a, you know, like a, with his elbow? I hate it. I, I don't like it. I, foam rolling to me feels like self-torture. Like I just, it's so painful. I hate it. Oh, see, well, for me, it's the opposite. Now, did you go back to that moaning masseuse? Yes. Well, so hold on. Just remember I told roller. you guys about the moaning masseuse? Do we remember? It was like five days of conversation. I, it was, and it was, I didn't go back to him because I was like, I don't know. I don't think this guy's for me. So I tried. I went to different places and I tried different massage therapists and nobody can pound and get in there like with a the deep. the moaning masseuse. So I went, I have an appointment with the moaning masseuse later this so afternoon. So you haven't seen the moaning masseuse no. yet? Mm-mm. So, I mean... So, you told us how uh, weird it was. Yeah. But you decided to put the weirdness aside because of the productivity and deepness of the actual massage? Because when I really compared apples to apples, when it came to all these different therapists that I tried, his work was the best. I can get past the moaning. So, yeah, but just put some now headphones you can get in. past the moaning? Because I w- grass was not greener in this case. Like, I literally thought I could find a better therapist. And honestly... There's no one better than the moaning masseuse. How did the moaning sound? I want to make sure I remember it specifically. It was like, as you know, when you're like rolling, if you're doing a deep tissue massage, it's very slow. Like you're carving up your back, pushing, 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 pushing. So as that knot is being released, it's like. But I, we still think that was him telling you how to breathe. But Isn't like that, that bre- long. But Tanya, didn't we think that's him cueing you to breathe? Yeah. <laughs> That's so uncomfortable. <laughs> Thank you. But she's going back for more of the no, morning. Mis- you can wear air AirPods or something. Roller. That's true. Turn well, up. You could put a speaker, like get your Bluetooth and turn up the music I mean, a little louder. TVD. Yeah. We'll see what happens. Or have a TV on. I mean, make it weird <laughs> for your make for them. You know, like I you'll take know. their weird and weird them back. I think right. What if, fine. what if you? What if you and he was doing it? You were like. Yeah. Oh, God. And like trying to battle with him. No, because then no. you're sending the wrong message. I know, I know, I know. You know, my biggest fear is just passing gas. Like, I literally. Well, that happens to me I, almost all the time. And then I catch myself. Like, a God, like the angels of not passing gas step in and stop me. Right? Don't you Somehow feel Somehow I when, wake like... up right in the second where I'm gurgling. <laughs> you feel it in the mm. works. And you're like, dang, now I I'm have like, to oh, go. It's going to Oh, my God. I, I caught it. it. I caught it. it. What are you guys eating? Give me some credit over here. I caught the gas. So true. No, it, it just happens. It doesn't matter, and I'll have. And I also it's will never find, happened to me. You're telling you're telling me it's happened to you. Like no, you've actually. I, I don't, guys. You're gonna jinx my experience <laughs> by this. All right. No, the feeling has been there so badly mm-hmm. that I'm doing everything I can. By the way, they're like really. You're like just relax. I'm like no, I can't relax. You don't understand. And then it <laughs> stay. It stays in, and then I do relax. Yeah. Um, but I'll back, tell you what goes back in. Goes back in. To, then you get done. You're like, oh my god. Oh, oh my. Ew. Oh, don't you act like you don't. You have GI gas. issues. You're the one that got yeah. more GI conversation on this show than yeah. anybody. That's true. All right, that's enough. Yeah. Well, enjoy. And well. All right. So I just thought this was interesting. If you're going to work today, and then I got a quote of the day for today. That's the quote of the day. So here's the first one. They say these phrases annoy your coworkers. Um, thanks in advance. I don't have a problem with it. 
Thanks yeah, I hate thanks in advance. What What do you hate about thanks in advance? It's assuming that you're going to get right on it. Or do whatever they say. Yeah. It's like, no. Wait, so you have a problem being told that or saying it? Both. Well, <laughs> we have a problem with both. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's pretty efficient. It's like I'm just telling you thank you now for what you're about to do and thank you without having to say thank you later. It's like pushy. and it's like mm. I get it. It's I can see both sides. Okay. Next one. At the end of the day. The end of the day what? People say that's the most annoying thing to hear at work. At the end of the day. So it's like, you know what? Uh, so we need to focus more on this component of the show because we were thinking that the research said and people like. But at the end of the day, let's just be fun. That's what people get. Oh, about. I thought it was more like get this done by the end of the day. I just, you know what I say? When, you know, we have people in our oh, I do work, say at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, it does, you're just like, I however, say at the that. end of the day, it's all good. At the end of the day, then why'd you just tell me all that? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I say that. I, I say when we have people here that like to go on and on and on, and you know who you are because you like to hear yourself talk. Um, is it Tanya or I? Because we're the only no, two in no, here. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> he means like bosses. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. in a meeting? Yeah, uh, places, calls, meetings. Yeah. They like to go on and on because they like to hear themselves talk. Yeah. <laughs> and I just say this. I don't say at the end of the day. I say and I, I know when I say it, I cringe a bit myself because I don't want to go off or come off the wrong way. Wait, what is it? Net, Wait, net, 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 just yeah. net, net. What's net, 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 good, net, net, bad. You do net, that. Net. You do do that. You'll so be net, like, net, okay, we're what's, going, what's net, the net, net, net? What's the net, net, net? What's the net, net? Are we yeah. in or are we out? Net, net. Who's coming on? Are they, in? Net, net. are they in the elevator? Net, net, net. Uh, you know who likes to tell a story. Mm-hmm. Well, they're, uh, insert guest name, they're on their way. <sighs> They've left the house. They got stuck in traffic. <laughs> they're in the elevator. But they're, net, net, are they going to make it by yeah. 10? They're they're getting through the canyon See, right now. Well, you don't understand that we have guests on the show that sometimes don't make it by 10. Mm-hmm. You'd never know it. Because net, net, they just don't show up. Right. But I'm like, when I'm told they're going to be at 930 and we're done at 10, I'm like, net, net, are they really going to make it or not? But net, net sounds annoying too, I think. <laughs> but it does help. It does net, help. Net. Right? Is it net, net or nat, nat? No, net, net. net, net. Like, what's the net, Any, net? N-E-T? Net, net? <sighs> net yeah. Net. Like, you know, you make your gross salary and then you net X? That's the bottom line. Ah. Uh. You know, like, gross. The gross is, like, you make... Ten dollars and oh. you net five. less than ten dollars. Oh, <laughs> five. Oh, now I get it. I thought it was a weird nagging thing. No, it's just netting. It's like gross to net. Anyway, right. sidetrack. Another annoying thing people at work don't want to hear. It is what it is. It is <laughs> you say that what all it is. The time. I say that too. It is what it is. It is what it is. What's a better way of saying it is what it is? Uh, such is life. That's the way the cookie crumbles. Say la vie. But that's all annoying, too. <laughs> I kind of like it is what it is because then no one's really rattled. It is right? what it is. Like if you hear, I do if your say boss it. says it is what it is, they're not upset. Right? Like if John Ivy called or back in the day and said, hey, y'all, you didn't do this, this, but it is what it is, then it doesn't matter. <laughs> he would never say that. Well, bad example. Yeah, really bad example. It's like, well, who mm-hmm. says, who would say it is what it is? I don't, I don't know, but it, I think it's better than... That's just the way it is. Well, nobody says that. Well, Walter Cronkite used to say that. And Tupac said <laughs> nobody that. Knows, nobody knows that reference. Mark, are you in? And that's the news. And that's just the way it is. Didn't he say that when he that's signed off of CBS Evening News? 
Isn't and it that's too- the way it is. Yep. That's yeah, and Bruce is. Hornsby said, "That's just the way it is." No, it's mm-hmm. Tupac. That's just some things yeah. will never change. <laughs> well, so they don't both say did. no one's ever once said it. <laughs> Guys, this is just a hack. Can we get to the quote? <laughs> yeah, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> no, net net no, and it is what it is. What do you need? All right. So thanks in advance for laying off. (laughs) Today's quote. I'm okay because I have the quote to get me through it. So excited. Are you ready? Beyond. Once you get the message, you have to hang up the phone. (laughs) That was weird. (laughs) No, it's right. Once you get the message, you have to hang up the phone. Like you got the message. Leave. Done. Move on. Oh, like not literal message. Are you okay? <laughs> Kiss FM headlines with Sissini. Well, the iconic pylons at LAX were lit blue yesterday in honor of Dodger legend Vince Scully. Los Angeles City Hall was also lit up blue in honor of the man known lovingly as the voice of the city, Scully, who was the voice and face of the Dodgers for more than six decades, as we know, died peacefully Tuesday evening at the age of 94. The Los Angeles Galaxy defeated Chivas de Guadalajara 2-0 in a friendly match last night. It was the first soccer match played at SoFi Stadium, which will host World Cup matches in 2026. Chrissy Teigen and husband John Legend are expecting a rainbow baby after suffering a pregnancy loss nearly two years ago. Yesterday, she announced on Instagram that she is pregnant with their fourth child after undergoing IVF alongside photos of her baby bump saying, The last few years have been a blur of emotions to say the least, but joy has filled our home and our hearts again. A huge congratulations to them. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Guys, I want to stop the show for a second. Let's bring in uh, Elena Annalie Wicker. Uh, Elena, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing good. Do you remember we met at the TV show? Yes. (laughs) Yes. That was uh, me. We were on the Zoom. Remember? We were on the other side. Yeah, I do remember it. Okay. Thank you. I'm the Ryan. So listen, <laughs> we're, we're doing the radio show now. I want to just tell people what's happening here. So Elena is on with us now. Um, she was 12 when she started college, 13, youngest accepted to medical school. It's incredible. Right? So Elena, when you applied for medical school, what did you have to do? Um, it was a long application. Um, I had my... Interview first. It was almost two and a half hour interview. Um, my application, um, personal statement, references. <laughs> it was a process, but in the end, it went well. We had to wait for almost a month to get our. <laughs> so you start medical school when? Twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four. Oh my gosh! I'll be here before you know it. Now, what do you think that's going to be like <laughs> when you go to school? You'll be. 14? Yes. <laughs> what do you envision um, it to be like? I think it's going to be everything. It's um, going to be the most amazing experience. Um, getting to work with doctors and physicians in my field and all those things I'm going to learn. Um, do What do your friends think about the fact you're going to medical school? <laughs> um, they... I think I'm still Elena. I'm still their best friend who loves to hang out. What um, do you like to do when you hang out? Like when you're not studying or working on school, what do you like to do? 
we go to the mall, we bake, um, hang out. <laughs> we're just funny teens and <laughs> yeah, kind of like what we do. <laughs> I know, not, right? We kind of just like to hang out too. It's not different. I get it. That's the one thing we can relate to. Exactly. Um, so she's going to be going. Elena is uh, thirteen, going to med school. She's going to be going to Arizona State University and Oakwood University in Alabama, two at once. Yes. <laughs> wow. I'm already enrolled. Oh my god! I'm in my junior year. That's nuts. And. Tell me about this. Elena, also the founder of Brown Stem Girl. It's an organization that you launched. Tell us what it is, Elena. Uh, well, I started the organization really to advocate for girls and girls of color in STEM. Um, I wanted to give these girls the opportunities that we don't see a lot today. I wanted to give them opportunities and in internships, scholarships, and through our STEM abroad program, taking the girls around the world to just learn different types of STEM. Um, yeah. <laughs> so STEM's being science, technology, engineering, and mathematics classes students. Incredible. People are into all of that. Um, your Instagram bio says, I make STEM look dope, which I loved. <laughs> and <laughs> So wait, are your parents going to let you live in the dorms? Yes. <laughs> really? With them, with, their, with, with parents, right? No. No? No? Oh, my goodness. No. Okay, now, Elena, you're 12 college, 13, 14 medical school. All right, that's easy for you, I guess. Like, what is hard for you? Is it hard? Do you, is um, anything hard? Is it a sport? <laughs> is it a language? Is, what's hard for you? Uh, <laughs> um, I like to try hard things because it's so full of what you say is hard, but... You don't really know if it's hard until you try it. So do you um, speak a different language or languages? I am learning Spanish, um, <laughs> Arabic, mm, I love trying out new sports. <laughs> so she, this is the thing. I can't stump her. <laughs> I cannot stump her. Um, all right. Well, listen, I just wanted to get the word out about what you're doing. It's pretty incredible. And it was great to meet you over Zoom not too long ago, Elena Annalie Wicker. You can go to at the Brown Stem Girl on Instagram, and we'll be following your career. Congratulations, Elena. Thank you for coming on. I'm so glad we got to talk again. Thank okay. You. Take care. Bye, Bye Elena. <laughs> Bye. All right. So you're in the doctor's office, and <laughs> she graduates med school, be, I don't know, 18 Sure. She walks in. What? What's wrong, Tanya? I'm trying to do the math. Is it five? Well, you, you, we're the not the right people on this conversation to be doing the math. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, but your point is, she walks in. She's your doctor. She's under 20 years old. She's under your doctor. I'm thrilled because she's fresh, young, just studied, knows all the new technology. Honestly, like, that's what you want. Same. I when I met my OB for that delivered Savea, I'm I assure you she was at least like five or six years younger than me. Yeah, I'm the opposite. I'm like, if you're old, you've experienced a lot of no things. No way. I like the new, they, they're they fresh, I you, new I technology. Right. With all the new technology that exponentially yeah. changes, you really want someone that understands I that. I feel like old well, doctors are stuck in their ways. Old doctors don't learn new tricks. Mm, not as quickly. No one's saying that. We're saying what we like. Yeah. And by the way, at some point, the doctors will all be younger than you. <laughs> they like, already, it just changes. It's getting there. <laughs> it's like the news anchors. Like At one point, I was like, oh my gosh, the news anchors are so much older than I am. <laughs> 
And then I look, I'm like, they're not my age. And anymore. baseball players, football players, like oh Justin my gosh, Turner's the, NFL, is the same age Justin as me. Turner <laughs> is the same age as us. <laughs> or me, us. but us. Or me, us. Collective show. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Tubbs, you know I've got those two tickets coming up. <laughs> Sign me up. What are they? <laughs> It's my favorite part of the I show. I mean, literally. Stump Tubbs with tickets. Stump Tubbs. Tubbs is the same the, one. It's the Dodgers ticket. Yeah. Oh, crushed it. What did you Home think it was, run. Tanya? I thought it was KCON. <laughs> <laughs> I almost said that. <laughs> no, it's not KCON. It's oh Dodger tickets. gosh. All right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you, is, uh, this show needs a hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> KCON's 850, Tanya. Come oh, on. right, right. I know you're ahead of yourself here. Yeah. I like to live in the future. Oh, All no. Right. Well, try the present. Yeah. What is the 2 2 2 method when it comes to relationships? Okay. Sisney? If you're in a relationship and you want to stay healthy in your relationship, you should maybe try this method. Mm-hmm. I think that the one thing that newlyweds always ask when you get married is like, what's the secret to happy marriage? You see somebody like celebrating 25, 50 years of marriage, it's like, what's the secret? Sure, communication, respect, love, all that, fine. But a lot of people are saying that if you follow this two-two-two method, it can guarantee long-lasting, happily ever after. Basically. So wait, this also is for people who are running into a bit of an ebb in their relationships. Yeah, some, therapists say this two-two-two can kick in to help you get into a flow. Absolutely, people that were on, you know, the brink of divorce applied this method, and it saved their marriage. Okay, wow. so what is it? So, it's. Try and swing a date night every two weeks. At least every two weeks, a date night. Okay? Simple enough. Then a weekend away every two months. Okay? And then a week, one full week, disconnected from work, from your life, a full week vacation basically away every two weeks. With or without your kids? No, with, no, no kids. No, no, no. This is all just you and your partner. Just a couple. Just a couple, yes. It's very important. I think like Michael and I have kind of done this and I, I I never really realized it but now that I know about this method I'm gonna just be more aware of it but it's so important because I think for the most part we do have our date nights here or there but yes yeah, sometimes maybe we go three weeks or a month right you know I prefer the two four six what's the two four six same thing but six of the last one so <laughs> a week wait. away oh every... six weeks away I love every six two weeks. Weeks. yeah wouldn't that be great <laughs> I think it should be called the two four six may not be able to execute it but cool. two four six eight who do we appreciate yeah two four six eight um so what I do have a question for you guys, and I'm being serious here. What constitutes just going to the first two of the two two two, what constitutes a date night? Do you have to go somewhere or can you just be? For me, I have to go somewhere because I have to get away from the kids. So Unless you have they to get leave taken. Your actual home. All right, there, there you go. So it could be where the kids are not there, but Michael makes you dinner. For sure. Yeah, because that to me is a date night. That is a date night. I would. In fact, I like a date night, not having to go on a date. Okay. Oh. Right. Yeah. I used to like date, 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 date nights. It now, can become a lot, but yeah, it's nice. I don't uh, know. I like to just be home, like, set like the table really nothing. nice, add candles. No, not even set the table. Oh my oh, gosh! Like doing a little night. effort. Just well, like not, night. Not, this is effort. Just, <laughs> just night. Just not not date night. Just night. Well, no, it's just like nothing. 
Right? Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it bliss to have nothing? It's not really dating. That's not night. really like. But you both have nothing together? Maybe, nothing. but no, this needs to be like a more of an effort, I think. A little ceremony to it. A little bit. Yes. Date night. Oh, I'm going to do the one, two, two, two. No, okay, it's a two, two, two. Don't confuse well, me. You can't just like bake up your own. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> it's not one size fits all. I'm A positive. What are you? <laughs> me too. <laughs> all right, it's 102.7. Kiss FM. It's time for Ryan's Roses. Monique on the phone. Hey, Monique, I just want to dive right into it because people are waiting for this. So you say your husband's best friend is a woman. They've been close since the beginning of time, since kindergarten, and you've learned to just deal with it. But then what happened? What's changed the way you look at this? Um, so, okay. Um, so, all right. So they've been friends for a long time. Um, they've been friends since like kindergarten. Um, apparently their moms like called each other, right? And, uh, to, uh, because they, I guess there was like a thing with a backpack where they switched backpacks and their moms became best friends because they called each other about it. And then he and Allie did too. And they've been like super close. It, um, which kind of bothered me, but I, but Allie was always like really supportive of us. Um, and so, you know, then I was like, okay, this is fine. So we tried hanging out a couple of times, just me and Allie but it always seems kind of weird. Um, but I don't know. I still never really had anything to suspect with her. But then I saw these photos of Allie in this tiny bikini on my husband's laptop. Uh, like there was a folder full of pictures of his best friend. in A, a folder? A whole folder. Um, Wait, is Allie married or with someone? No, no, she's she's been like you know chronically single, right? Um, so I don't know what to think because um, like whenever I express any sort of jealousy or anything or suspicion of there's Allie, no, there, there's no Trevor reason to question upset. yourself. Why would he have? That's just wrong. File that doesn't make. I mean, you don't have a file of another woman, friend or not friend, in a tiny bikinis when no. you're married. I was like worried. I was like, I'm no, going, I don't I'm think crazy. that's okay. I mean, I don't know. Tanya, if Robbie had pictures of another woman in a bikini. No, I'd be like, who is this? Well, why do you hold on to them? Right? Right. Right. Well, and you know who she is, them? but yeah, the fact that he has them in a folder. We're about to call Monique's husband. So Monique's husband has a file on his laptop of another woman named Allie that he's known since kindergarten, but the file is just a bunch of bikini pictures. It, I mean, you, no matter what's happening, you can't. It's isolated, sexy pictures of his quote-unquote best friend from kindergarten. Yeah, no. It's, I want to know what the folder's called. Well, what did he title? Monique is right here. Monique, what is the folder called where he keeps Allie's bikini pictures? Um, it just says un- untitled. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. So I need you to say, Ryan, you have my permission to call and then his name. Go ahead. Ryan, you have my permission to call. We're going to call him now, offer him some roses, be very quiet. Let's see if he sends them to Allie or you or someone else. Let's see if we can find out, okay? Okay. All right. Good luck. Here we go. Hello. Hi, is this Trevor? It is. 
Hi, my name is Lori. I'm calling from 143 Flowers. How are you doing this morning? Uh, I'm I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So, you know, we deliver uh, in the South Bay, Torrance area, and today we're offering local residents a promotion. It's a free dozen red roses that you can send to anybody that you'd like. They can be red or pink or white, and they're absolutely free. Hmm. Um, okay. Uh uh, wait, so I mean, what's the deal? What's the gimmick? Like, like, how are they free? They're free because we just hope that you refer us to friends and family, or if you like our arrangements, you come back as a returning customer. We do this promotion about once a month, and we pick people at random. And so today, you've been selected, so we can just start with the name of the person you want to send them to, and they can get them by lunchtime oh. today, and we can put a note on there. I don't need any cash or credit card info from you or anything. They are free. Uh, I mean, okay, can can you just send them to me? Um. I could send them to you. Uh, let's start with the note first. What, what would you like to put on the note? Um, actually, you know, if you just want to send a blank card, like, you know, I, I know how to write. That'll give me time to think of something. <laughs> okay. Is there anybody? Like, so who did you have in mind to send them to? Um, okay. I, you know what? I, I, I think I see what's going on. Um, you can send those to my wife, Monique. Okay. What would you like to put on the card? Um, just put, uh, thinking of you and, uh, we'll see you soon. Okay. Trevor? Uh. Your voice yeah. is being broadcast on the radio. We have your wife, Monique, on the line. I need you to know that. I uh, thank you for sending her roses. That is very, very nice and kind and sweet of you. Monique, of didn't you hear that from Trevor? I did. So thank you, Trevor. Trevor, you said just a second ago you think you know what's going on here. I'm going to tell you what's going on here. You're on the radio. Your voice is being broadcast. My name is Ryan. Your wife, Monique, has found a file of bikini photos on your laptop of a woman named Allie. She said that's your friend from kindergarten. Can you tell Monique why you have that file on your laptop of Allie in a bunch of different bikini photos? Go ahead, Trevor. Um, okay. Well, um, I'm, I'm just, you know, honestly, I'm kind of surprised that she didn't reach out to me about this, that she, she, uh, reached out to you guys instead. Here nor there. Um, <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Mo Monique, I, I guess, why didn't you say something to me? Um, okay. Um, wow, this is awkward. Um, okay. So I found, I found pictures on your laptop. Um, mm -hmm. Of Allie, like in a bikini. Mm -hmm. All right. So, why do you have the pictures, yeah. Trevor? I mean, <laughs> because she said Allie sent those pictures to me because she's seeing the new guy, and she, you know, she wanted me to to help her pick a bikini shot to send to him. She oh, come, oh, come on. on, Trevor! I was not born an hour yeah. ago. Yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. What were you were you picking for for like the hottest picture? No, not the hottest, just, you know, which one she looks like. Uncomfortable. Why? Trevor, no, and Monique, it's you're bad. right. It's bad. I don't yeah. like it. Trevor, what's going on with you and Allie? Has there, is there something we don't know here? doesn't seem hey, to add no. up, Trevor. Yeah, how many times uh, have you guys what, hooked up? We've never hooked up. We've been friends forever. Like, Why is she, she comfortable she's enough like, to send you bikini photos? It's so wrong. Behind your wife's because back. Because we're friends forever. Like, I don't, I, like I don't it. understand mm. the question. Well, no, the question why is... Why did we save them? Yeah. You like what have a 
Yeah, She's you right. save them. Like if she emailed them to you, like you went and well, saved them in a folder. That's or true. You downloaded them into your computer. Yeah. Trevor, this is a problem. Trevor, what's going on with you and Allie? Or what do you think in your mind is going to go on with you and Allie? Don't laugh this off. I, I don't want to hear I it. Mean, this is what? this is absurd and ridiculous. Like, that's okay. our point. That's why we're here. And why did you want a blank yeah. card at first? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Why did I want a blank card? Yeah, you did. So that I could figure, yeah, so that I could figure out what to write. Like, but exactly then you said, I, "I know I what's going on here. I'll just send him to my wife." Like right. you were Give deflated me. about it. <laughs> okay, so just so I'm clear, because I wanted time to figure out what to write on a card to my wife. I'm a bad person who is shady and is hiding stuff. No, nobody's you're shady because you're hiding the well. Yeah, shady because okay. you're you hiding photos on your laptop of another woman in a bikini. That's shady. Yeah. It's shady, yeah, bro. Right. <laughs> oh, right, Trevor, what? you hid them in a folder called W-2 Forms and then Taxes and then another folder called Documents. Like, okay. like, yeah. And then they were untitled. It was like untitled. That's what it said. And I'm like, that's shady. I'm they sorry. were very you hidden. Like, like, very hidden. Okay, look. Like, <laughs> I just... I knew, I don't know why you were digging so deep in my laptop. Like, one, like well, that's, that's because she thinks something's going on with you and Allie. No, she was looking for a bill. She said, with me and Allie. No, but I'm telling you, Trevor, this is not good. You can't get out of this by just laughing it off. Monique, we're going to let you go. Mm-hmm. You got a problem here. You need to get to Allie and find out what's going on. Trevor, we do have a problem. Trevor, Trevor, we do. We do. This is bad. Maybe you guys have a problem. Like, I don't have a problem. Well, that's what I'm saying. We have a problem. We have a problem (laughs) with this because if you're labeling W2 and putting pictures of another woman in a bikini on your laptop, it's so sketchy. Good luck to both of you. Kiss. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. Uh, Okay, so in the Ryan's Roses call, Trevor was harboring photos of his friend Allie in a bikini because she was asking his opinion. By the way, let me tell you something. He says, I was holding onto these photos because Allie, my friend, he's married, was asking his opinion of which bathing suit to wear for the new guy. You don't send bikini pictures to some other guy unless you want that guy to see in that bikini for some reason. Thank you. Or another guy that's married. Like, he's married. Right, but like you're not sending those photos not knowing what you're doing. They're mm-hmm. bikini photos. Yeah, she's flirting. Right, so then he holds them? Well, that's a whole other thing. So yeah, he's, it's a whole other level. Right? So something may be going on with the two of them. He had to save them and or airdrop them to his laptop and he then had, create a folder he, and then hide that folder inside two other folders. Under tax titles. Yeah. The other thing, guys? Oh. What? The guilty laugh. Oh, yeah. It was there. <laughs> the guilty laugh. It was there. If you're not doing anything, you're not making, you're not laughing like that. You're, we've seen this happen. When nothing's going on, you're calm. Mm-hmm. Not like so calm, but calm. Right. I want Monique to talk to Allie and find out why Allie's sending her husband bikini photos for feedback. Oh, I mean, come on. That's the end. For feedback. I want you to pick out which one looks best on me for another guy. Oh, my come God. Come on.
Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Hi, good morning. How are you? Good. How are you? Well, I'm all right. So you've saved inappropriate photos of yourself on your laptop? Yes, I have. Okay. Um, <laughs> but it definitely wasn't to cheat, but I saved them under, you know, photo or like albums that nobody would find them because I just didn't want them to be found. Um, but yeah, it definitely wasn't for a shady reason, but it seems like something is weird. Wait, so with, why did you, you know, save yours? Were they for you? Is that why you put them there? Yeah, they were for me. I got it. Okay. So you weren't hiding them. They were just for you to have stored. And he's got another woman's bikini shot stored on his laptop. Right. It'd be one thing if there were his photos of him. I guess right. exactly. Right. Like if I took photos of me yeah. and put them love, on my laptop under the file that. W2. Tony, this is not about you seeing my photos. <laughs> no, sorry, sorry. I'm talking about Sarah saying that she took proud photos of herself and she's storing them. That's Damn. way different mm -hmm. than me sending you the photo, Tanya, to say which bikini looks best on me. Well, for sure. And then saving them in a in a weird style. And then I think saving that that's just them creepy. under Wango Tango. Yeah. Right. Yeah, that's weird. creepy. Something's weird going on. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you very much, Sarah, for calling. By the way, maybe she didn't even send them. Maybe he pulled them off Instagram or something. Or off oh. images on Google. Oh, my gosh. Right? I just don't trust that Trevor at all. No. He's lying. With Ryan Seacrest. So, you know, when you're a pet lover, you actually want your dog. Like, if I go out to eat, I want Georgia to sit in a chair. But in my head, she's that person to me. Right. But at least come sit next to me. Now, there are a lot like of places. Georgia would can. actually use the silverware. <laughs> <laughs> there are a lot of places where you can't take your dog. California law allows retail food establishments to serve dogs only if they have a designated outdoor dining space, mm -hmm. patio. Now, in Europe, you can bring your dogs into the restaurants. Many really? places. Yeah. Wow. It's a totally different culture. Here, cleanliness, etc. You can bring your dog. Usually, you have to be outside. Yeah, I get sad when they don't allow sunny. I, I get sad when the patio doesn't let you. Just yeah, because it's like you're outside anyways. Like, what's the big deal? Yeah. Well, I don't know. Some people make that decision. But they put together... A list of the 100 best dog-friendly restaurants in America in the winter, right here in L.A. Mark Kreiner, Atwater Village, from the Morrison Restaurant. Mark, good morning. Good morning, Ryan. First of all, thank you, yeah. Mark, for being a, an advocate for those of us who are you know, in love with our dogs and consider them such a part of our family that we want to dine with them. <laughs> we love dogs. So your place called the Morrison there in Atwater Village, it won yes. the most dog-friendly restaurant in all of America. How did you win? You know, we just do what we do naturally, Ryan. We we cater to the dog. We love dogs. We pamper dogs. We um, Before it was even cool to, to even have dogs on patios, we had dogs on patios. We mm -hmm. What we did in the beginning is we felt that they should be treated like kings and queens. So we made sure to have a silver platter with water oh. and bones every time they came. And they love just it. love it. They love now, this, it. This place, the Morrison in Atwater Village, it's a gastro pub. They've got burgers, they've got salads, yeah. they've got desserts. And Yelpers rave about the bread pudding, actually. Mark, the humans like the bread pudding. Mm. The, the bread pudding got voted number one in the state. 
Wow. It is fabulous. It is fabulous. Oh, my gosh. Look out. Here comes the parade of dog and their lover parents. Yeah. Because this place has got a menu where on the menu you have where's the beef, which is chopped hamburger beef with rice. You've got a cock-a-doodle-doo for the dogs. Oh, a chicken and rice. That's cute. And a Frank and weenie. Absolutely. And we also have some other surprises we do for the dogs. And, you know, also, Ryan, we're very kid-friendly, too. We got voted uh, kid-friendly restaurant in all of Los Angeles. Do you serve the kids grilled cheese on a silver platter, Mark? (laughs) At times we do, but we give them special balloons. I love that. Okay, I'm coming with the whole fam and the dogs. Open early, open late. Yes. Um, All right, listen, Mark Kreiner from the Morrison Restaurant. It's on Los Feliz, just off the five in Atwater Village. Check him out on Instagram, Morrison Restaurant on Instagram. The number one friendliest dog restaurant in America. Yes, Mark. And I'll tell you what, Ryan. If if they mention between now and Sunday, Kiss FM, we will give a complimentary dog-friendly meal to their dogs. Okay. Hey, Scooby. Scooby, come here. Now, listen, you want a treat? Georgia, are you listening, Georgia? If you mentioned Kiss FM. All right, let me just say it then a lot. The Morrison Restaurant, Los Feliz off the five. What are your hours today, Thursday, and through the weekend? We're open noon to 10. Friday, we're open noon to 11. And Saturday, we're open noon to 11. And Sunday, we're open noon to 9. Great. We All have right. plenty of seating. We have a custom tent in the back, in the front. Plenty of seating. Well, Mark, congratulations on the honor. Appreciate you uh, yeah. coming on. It's a real honor to be talking to you, and we're excited to see some of your fans come into the restaurant. Yeah, tell me what they're like in real life. I can't wait to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I will for All sure. Right. See you, buddy. Bye. Now, see, that's a happy person. I Mark love Kleiner. that. Mention Kiss FM. Please take your dogs. And go down. I've never been there, so tell me what they're like when you get there and how the food is. The silver platter is the cutest thing I've ever seen for a dog to eat their meal on. Just the fact that the dog gets a free meal. Yeah. I want to get to this trending report. Um, So you said that there is uh, one word that Eva Longoria looks back at and says, this was the catalyst to unsuccessful marriages. Correct. Go ahead. So my question to you is, are you a jealous person? Mm. A lot of thinking. If I get like poked enough, you know, if it just like keeps repeating and something just starts to really, really bother Let's me. Let's just about, say yes. Then, okay. okay. Yes. Yeah, fine. <laughs> well, Let's just say yeah. It could cost you a really great relationship because I feel unwarranted. But this is not new news. Unwarranted jealousy is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. Well, hold on. Unwarranted jealousy. Yes. Meaning you just create scenarios in your head. Correct. Like, and like, who's drinking the poison? It's like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. They say that about holding on to anger, but I feel like the concept still applies. Wait, drinking the poison would cause you to die. Exactly. That's not what you said. You said drinking the poison would cause the other person to die. It's like drinking poison and thinking it's going to kill the other person. So what's the word? Poison? Jealousy. Oh. No, but wait. Oh drinking God. the poison, you're, you're jealous trying to kill the other person? Wait, why is anybody dying? Wait, it doesn't make sense to me. That's the only reason I'm asking. Okay, so jealousy, so being jealous, uh, having unwarranted jealousy, okay, is like drinking poison and expecting somebody else to die. 
It's, Who's gonna die? Oh, Who do you want? I you don't want your know. other person. Okay, I'm like, is somebody trying, picking up what I'm throwing down? But no, the jealousy's not trying to get the other person to go away. Go ahead and tell the story. Okay. Oh, gosh. So if you're married to someone who is disloyal or a big flirt, I could see why you would be jealous. But Eva Longoria said that jealousy is what ultimately led her down the path to her two really? divorces. So she was married to soap actor Tyler Christopher from 2002 to 2004. And she was married to NBA pro Tony Parker from 2007 to 2011. And she claims she found texts on his phone from another woman. That's a whole different story. But she says, I think jealousy takes up such an amount of energy. I remember being so jealous and like your stomach is inside out. It's the worst feeling. So what do you do to get like, did she suggest what she did to get past that? Because that would be what I'd like to hear. Well, she talked about not really that aspect of it, but that in her current marriage, which this is her third marriage, that that is not a factor at all. There's no jealousy whatsoever. And it's a very healthy and happy relationship. Um, so there's that. But um, she also did talk about how when she met her current husband, they both had just got out of relationships. And so there weren't any sparks or anything. And then they got reintroduced six months later from mutual friends. And it was like spark, 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 score. Oh, and so I, I thought it's so crazy oh. how you can cross paths with. Well, that's true. Like you think, I mean, we all talk about, oh, love at first sight or Sisney. You knew right away with mm -hmm. Michael. But for example, what if you didn't? What if you're like, nah, not into Michael. And then however many months later, you're way into him and then you marry him. So you can't, you can't everything. base it on initial meetings. It's like if you initially meet and you hit it off, great. If you initially meet and you don't, you can't discount it. It you, could come back. Yeah, but it's also one of those things. It's like, um, you know how they say you cross paths with your partner before you guys actually like. Oh, I think I for sure did this with Michael. Yeah. He, he used to go to this bar that I lived across the street from for like two years. And I would go to that bar all the time in San Diego. Same thing happened with well, Robbie and I. see him? I don't know because we never like officially met or whatever. But like I'd be there with my girlfriends or whatever. I, this was probably five years before I actually met him. And y'all never met there. No, we never met there. Or maybe we did. And it was like a group of annoying guys. And we're like, you guys are lame. Right. But that's the point. <laughs> like, They're so annoying. Yeah. Yet then you go out with them at a different time. Yeah. And he's loving for Prince Charming. That's exactly what happened to Robbie and I. I used to work in this courtyard for years. I was working, taking, I take my computer and he parks at the same courtyard every day. Wait, when what he courtyard? It's like a courtyard over like a, between like a, um, it's between a hotel and some restaurants. And it's just like, like a an court. office complex courtyard. But it's outside. Yeah. And it's like there's fountains and stuff. It's very beautiful. So he parks there to go to work every single day. This is his office. And I would go there to work. This was like years ago when we were at the E building. And so we crossed paths every single day, but we never knew each other until we met he on a dating app. near us at the E building when we all worked there? He worked the, off. He works off of Wilshire. That's where we worked for 10 years. Correct. Mm -hmm. Do you remember we moved from Burbank to Wilshire? Yes. And then back. <laughs> yeah. And then back to Burbank? But that's what I'm saying. That's when I was going into that courtyard. Jeez. That was how long ago. And I was crossing his path no, no, every we single heard, day. We, we heard it the first three times. Uh. We get it. <laughs> but you didn't tell us how to get past the jealousy. Well, age, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. So I know that you are fully focused on Halloween. It is Sisney's number one holiday. I think for a lot of us, I think it just kind of kicks off the holiday spirit of It kind of does I mean? kick off the season. It does. Because, Tanya, as we say, once we get to Halloween, Thanksgiving's the next thing oh, to focus on. And then Christmas. Yeah. Happy New Year. It flies by once <laughs> Halloween passes. Jennifer Lopez, Happy New Year.
Yes. Uh, Gentlemen, Taylor Swift, Happy New Year. People are putting up their Christmas trees. Uh, Gentlemen, new kids on the block, Happy New Year. (laughs) I'm just thinking of all the artists that have performed at New Year's. Yeah. Um, 88 days until Halloween. Still a long ways away. I'm here for it. There's a candy shortage, the news, the headlines. Mm -hmm. I always see the headline and think, let me stop what I'm doing and take a deeper dive. So here is what you may have heard. Bad, 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 candy shortage, supply chain, bad, bad, bad. Not so bad. The good news is Hershey's owns everything. <laughs> I didn't even know this. Isn't that fascinating when you like a cereal and you realize, oh my gosh, that cereal is owned by all the other cereals. Mm-hmm. Or a soda. And you're like, oh my gosh. they Or, or a, a restaurant, like a Taco Bell. Oh my gosh, Pizza Hut owns them? Mm. Or Pepsi owns them? Is that why you see those like dual... Restaurants yeah. sometimes, pizza uh-huh. and a Taco Bell. I've learned building. that. Anytime you see the same the same brands <laughs> together in the same building, they're the same company. Oh. Eureka! The more you know. So apparently Hershey's owns everything. All right? Now remember Sriracha? Oh, 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 no. And they ramped up and the mustard and the hummus and uh, all the shortages. So they yeah. ramped up. So Hershey's, like, they saw the Sriracha news. They probably heard us talking about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And there they are at the headquarters in Pennsylvania, Hershey, Pennsylvania, where the chocolate is made. Mm-hmm. And they doubled down on their ingredients, orders, then, not now, then. So they, you know, they own Kit Kat, Whopper, York, Oof. Mounds, Almond mm. Joy, Jolly uh. Ranchers, Twizzlers, Heath Bars, and Icebreakers. Wow. In addition to Reese's. That's Hershey's. They own all that. I didn't know that. Yeah. I don't know where I've been for 100 Halloweens, but I didn't realize that, I guess. So um, the stores are ready. And Hershey's predicted this, so they ramped up production, and they say, don't worry. Our brands are going to be at your Target, your CVS, your Ralph's, wherever. We're ready for Halloween. So don't need a hoard, I guess, is the message. <laughs> I guess that's a good message. All right, Don't hoard if you see these stacks of candy in the aisles now. Um, most candy's good for six months to a year. I Check on that. How good is candy, like uh, the expiration? Six months to a year, they say it's okay. Really? I feel like it's longer. I feel like it's less. I'm just telling you what Hershey's telling me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, that's the story. On air. On air with Ryan Seacrest. That's it for us. Tomorrow we are back. A hometown hustler tomorrow and several more thousand dollar gift cards. Distilled.com. Sissony is going to take you to 11 o'clock. Have a good one. Talk tomorrow. Thanks for listening to On Air with Ryan Seacrest. Make sure to subscribe and we'll talk to you again tomorrow.